How many of you guys are, are eating brisket and ribs tonight? Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by Dale Driver. Hello. And Simon Carley. Hello. Dream team. Absolute dream team. Do you remember when we had to do this every week, just the three of us? Yes. Yeah. The firm. And yeah. now we've chosen we're to the do... <laughs> the I firm. I people yeah. referring to us as that. Chosen by to do I mean it. one man. <laughs> Twice a week sometimes now, because we're doing extra football Incredible, stuff. Incredible, isn't it? Giving um, ourselves extra work. Write in and call us the firm, so we can call ourselves the firm more often. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this on Black Friday. The darkest day of the shopping year. It is actually, yeah, that's a bit of historical context. It's actually called that because this Friday traditionally used to be the uh, day of the least sunlight. So mm. it's the mm. darkest day on Black Friday. You bought anything? Is it? No, that's it was, complete bullshit. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know the real reason. I was, I was, I was hoping yeah. I'd bite, someone would bite, but no, I just uh, don't, I don't. got half a nibble. I <laughs> don't really care. <laughs> no. You bought anything? Any, any good deals? Uh, I, I bought a new um, clipper. But that was a few days ago. So, oh. Oh, so you paid full price, did you? No, it was a, a like you know Black, Fro- oh, Black Friday, Friday is a week like long these now, days. You, know, yeah. you can get clippers just for your pubes these days. What? Just like specially made for the zone. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I've, I've got a podcast I've got, advert for it. I've got nose and ear hair ones, and I felt like it was something I didn't need until I turned about thirty, mm. and now I need quite quite I, regularly. I I pulled out a nose hair the other day. It was. Long, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't ready I've for never, it. I've never touched your nose hair. Yeah, give it time. Any give it time. I've got one. I'm fairly hairless though. I've got one that like just sneaks out every mm. so often, and I'm like, that's got to go. Mm. I hate it. Something yeah. I have to I have to check on every few days these I see, days. I don't want to buy a clipper just for one nose hair. That but you'll like, get more though. You will get like more. Assault. It feels like a murder <laughs> as opposed to a grooming. You know when you see those old men in their eighties and they're just like hairs blooming out of their ears. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? it? Happens to all. It looks like. They're kind of got some sort of mushrooms in them or something. Well, like they're in the last of us. Yeah, yeah, it really freaks me out. I don't they're going like to be a bloater next. <laughs> <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't bought anything. I was eyeing up the Lego Slave one. Mm. I did this same time last year. I I don't think it I'm was. A, my friends don't listen to this. I yeah. bought one of those for my friend's birthday today. Really? I was looking at sixty-two ninety-nine. Sixty-two is normally a hundred. Exactly. It's a good deal. It's still on there on Amazon I, right I'm looking, now. I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't need this. I did exactly the same thing last year. I remember Black Friday last year. The exact same thing. Pretty sure it was exactly the same price. And I was like. It's a good it. deal, and I didn't. Yeah, I don't need it. We had a good conversation about it this morning, didn't we? Where you were telling me about your saving yeah. money for your mortgage and stuff, yeah, and how happy are. And then you're like, "Oh, there's a Lego Slave One." Yeah. I was like, "Thought oh, you were saving money, man." I want to buy a house in the future, so yeah. uh, so put the Slave One aside for I now. I could just build one from Lego. <laughs> a house, <laughs> yeah. Isn't you could build a house the size of Slave One. Yeah. How much money do you reckon you have to spend on Lego pieces to build a house? I don't know. Didn't Ed Sheeran do a song all about it? He had a song about a Lego house. I'm sure Didn't that's he? real. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he, he did. Like on his first album, he had a song called Lego House, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have I gone mad? <laughs> Is this a parody I've made up? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was Duplo Mansion. But, that, <laughs> but that's Duplo definitely Paris. the song we have to play at the end of the podcast now. No, I'm not putting that. There's better music we can play. <laughs> Meccano Mansion. Yeah. Connects uh, Village. Just, just I like to connect. Just in case you're interested, I'm on the lookout for a Hoover. Okay. Okay. I want this, this Black Friday. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Dyson. I mate. want one of those Cyclone ones. But Ooh, Dyson but is pre-Brexit, isn't he? He is. He's he pretty is. what? Brexit. Yeah, he's Mr. Brex. I don't give a fuck. He makes a good Uber. <laughs> <laughs> You're <guy>. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, bought a, I bought a Dyson earlier this year. It's fantastic. It does me well. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I never. I know they're a novelty, uh, but I just never, never was on the Henry Hoover train. No, um, they're I not hate very them. good, and no. they're not that cute. They're quite powerful, but they're not like they're not functional around the they house. Make their size. A racket. Oh yeah. They God, do. they do. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm tired. I was out last night. Henry Hoover, he was a body remover. <laughs> um, we desperately wanted to sing some Rage Against the Machine at a party last night, and there was no karaoke available. And what's uh, Henry Hoover's it. stance on Brexit? Uh, I, I don't know. If I mean, sure. if, if Henry Hoover is uh, like J. Edgar Hoover, yeah. a body remover, uh, then I'm assuming he's pretty I think he would just say, let's get on with it and suck it up. It's a conservative, isn't it? Well done, mate. I liked that joke. Oh, yeah. okay. You know what else I like? Your mm. opinions on films. Do You've you? watched The Irishman. I have watched The Irishman. I watched that uh, day one on Netflix. I was day, on, day one. Day, day, one. Like, day one Netflix. I wasn't wasting time. Although I could have seen it two weeks earlier if I'd bothered to go to yeah. a cinema. Yeah. But I just, well, I did have a whole week off to do that, but I didn't, I didn't do that. So but, it's actually um, day 15 then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Day 15, um, baby. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm glad I... Although I do love seeing a film in the cinema, and I'm not going to use the cliche of see it on the big, biggest screen possible, Sounds like it you want is to. a three and a half hour film, Ooh. and it was very handy for three times just to hit pause, go to the toilet, yeah. not miss a second. Mm-hmm. That was good. You're going yeah. for a piss an hour. I was. Um, you met him. He needs to piss before walking well, to I'll the toilet. I'll tell you. We need to piss. Go into the I'll toilet. <laughs> so I'm going to the toilet. I better have a piss before I mean, I go that's in. the best time to go I'll in. Tell you right? the vicious cycle I was in on. Uh, when was it? Tuesday or Wednesday night? Wednesday night. Wednesday night. It dropped. I think. Yeah. One night this week. Um, the Hoover was more interesting. <laughs> than um, Your I bowel was, movements were I, disgusting. Now. I didn't sleep well the night before, and um, I was very tired when I got home. Like, I was sleepy at like seven. So I drunk a lot of orange juice and lemonade to keep Ooh. me going during orange the film. Orange juice and lemonade? Oh, it's one, it's one of the most refreshing drinks you can have. That is a classic mix. Yeah. Is it more refreshing than water? It keeps you. It's got a lot of sugar in. It's got sugar in. It'll keep you up, and it did keep me up. But the problem was, every forty-five minutes, I was busting for the toilet because I was drinking a lot of orange juice and lemonade. I want to know more about this orange juice and lemonade. I know this is a really fun podcast. It's one of the most popular drinks I ever. It's a very classic. Do you just how how do you mix it? Do you just pour a bit of orange juice, pour a lemonade, and then just shake it around a bit? No, I go one. uh, Start with one third lemonade, and then uh, fill the rest up with orange juice. In a glass. One third. Oh, because it's more like half a, and half's a bit too uh, sweet and fizzy for me. It's like, like a, the opposite use. of like a lemonade topper, isn't it? You're putting the lemonade for like one yeah. third. Yeah. So it's a cheeky it's, bit. But have you never had a can of? They used to do it, it was very good. The Britvic, Britvic used to just yeah. do it in a can. Oh, I don't think I've it ever drank one, a bit. It was the most popular non-alcoholic drink at the pub I used to work yeah. at. Really? But we only did, guys, strap yourselves in. <laughs> <laughs> we only did orange juice with bits. And oh. so you get this weird fizzy. That's what I like. Oh no, I love orange juice yeah. with bits. But when you put fizzy stuff in it, it's not good. All the bits get like blown to the Ooh. side of the glass. That's why I don't love orange juice. Oh, so it's very mucky to clean. So it just looks gross. Yeah. Like you're just serving this yeah. big. I'm not it's like when you drink a smoothie pulp. and it just looks. The yeah. glass looks. And to think we worried that we might not have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> I know. But then, <laughs> let's go. Let me tell you about also, the Irishman. <laughs> one little bit before the Irishman. Americans quite instead of bits they say pulp. Yeah, they do. I actually like that more. Really? Because it makes it sound more like mm. a fruit has been gotten rid of. <laughs> what about with flesh? Huh? With flesh. Meat flesh. <laughs> right, the Irishman. Oh, wait, anyway. Irishman. <laughs> um, it is brilliant. There we go. No, um, it is... It's like Scorsese's first proper gangster film 
since The Departed is about gangsters, but it's not the same vibe as, yeah. you know, yeah. a Goodfellas and, or a Casino, in fact. But, they don't um, make them like this anymore. No, and I've read a lot of good things about, like, a lot of good articles about the film, and I agree with a lot of the people saying that this is basically Scorsese's response to everyone who's tried to copy Goodfellas okay. since he makes it, which is... Because everyone who tries to do that sort of film, I think, focuses too much on the cool cutting and the the violence and the, Guy Ritchie, the swearing. I think is exactly. the ultimate version yeah. of that. Whereas Scorsese, what he's done with The Irishman is it's basically a lot more grown-up version of Goodfellas. Okay. It leans more, actually, into... It feels more like The Godfather. And I think that's there's obvious reasons for that because Al Pacino plays a big part and Robert De Niro plays a big mm-hmm. part. But And a lot of JFK, it's a lot of a slower... I say it's slow. It's three and a half hours, but it doesn't feel like it. It does move. It's never boring. It moves along at a good pace. Yeah, it's not a three and a half hours made up of long speeches. And and... it's like Goodfellas. It's a true story about basically about one man and his life going through of different characters playing a part. But it is more of a historical drama than you'd expect. It has those JFK aspects and JFK does play a part in it as well. But uh, yeah, it's more about it's more political than you think. It's less it's not. It's a film that heavily involved gangsters, but it's not really an organised crime film as yeah. such, I would say. Right. Did you, do you, is there any bits, do you think it needs to be three and a half hours? I... Because that always concerns me, that I, length of time for a film. I liked it being that long. I do like l- long but that's films, what I, though. I, I am a fan yeah. of long films, and I wouldn't say there's whole sections that could have been cut. Maybe could have sped up some scenes, but I was just kind of soaking it in and I mean like, I know you're very much like akin yeah. to that like I imagine you don't think Blade Runner 2049 was no. quite a slow film I, mean, it's I thought that was in- but not too indulgent slow. for me okay. I, I could watch that film all day just look at it the same way I could just have if you put Al Pacino Joe Pesci and Robert Nero in a room I could watch them talk for hours I think in these roles anyway yeah, there that's fair. especially like I think Joe Pesci is actually the best of them in this film he we're so used to him just playing the little shouty guy who yeah. hits people and gets into mischief, especially in Home Alone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> gets into yeah, mischief. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I remember about Goodfellas. Yeah. All the mischief. I mean, yeah. he does get into mischief. But gets into more than fucking mischief. <laughs> in Goodfellas, in Casino, even um, in JFK, he plays a mad role. His yeah. hair in that is absurd. Yeah. If you haven't seen what Joe Pesci looks like in JFK, it's, just, it's worth searching for. <laughs> I haven't watched for. it for a long time. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I've, I've I can't forgotten. do justice by explaining what that his hair sense. looks like. But um, in this, he, he's just really understated and almost like quietly menacing. Okay. But... He's he just incredible. Elements, to be fair, he has elements of that in Goodfellas. Oh, Obviously Jesus this. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need to see this picture. He looks like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, now. But uh, JFK is one of my favorites. <laughs> oh, my like, God. That's so good. I think I was always going to love this film just because I think it touches... Godfather 1 and 2, JFK, Goodfellas, and they are, like, yeah. all in my top, like, 15 pretty, to 20 films. films. Like, it is my sort of film. I love Scorsese. I think it is incredible. How's the music? The music is really good. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, that, again, it's very JFK sound. It's got that little, like, rep- repetitive, like, little drum bits, mm. and it's, 
remind me a lot of the music of Joker, actually, kind of those like almost melancholic, haunting, like yeah. just strings. But yeah, it's a very melancholic film. It's about mortality. It's a lot more. It's old men talking about it's like, essentially. Dying yeah, a lot, it takes it? place over six decades, and that's one of the Whoa. big discussions about it is the de aging they've done to De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci, which is phenomenal. Like right, just so the conversation is them, a positive one. Then yeah, it yeah. looks ridiculous. Only when. Like, De Niro at one point is like 30 or 40. Does it look a little bit like... You're looking at it and you're like, it looks a little bit weird. Because yeah. like, we, De Niro didn't quite look like that when he was that yeah, age. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I think Cooper was describing it yeah. um, as like, he's like too hench for a young De Niro. Because like De Niro yeah, when he was yeah. was kind of scrawny when he, he was, was young. a taxi driver. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of Yeah, he's... But like the acting they must have had to do. And you can kind of see it at points, like even like... There's a bit like when De Niro's probably meant to be in his forties, he like he hits someone. Fun. There's there's some there's some action in this film. There's some hitting and some kicking. <laughs> but he still he it does look a bit odd because you're kind of seeing it's the kicking and hitting of a seventy odd year old yeah. man as yeah. a forty year old man, and it looks quite stiff. It looks a little bit odd. Okay. But it's still I still think the so after you watch it on Netflix, it triggers you to watch uh there's a 20 to 25 minute round table discussion with the three actors and scorsese that's cool talking about the making of the film i'd love more of that yeah, yeah. you should watch it after the film though because it does kind of spoil what happens yeah. quite a lot um but um they talk about the technique of how they did it every single camera had three lenses on it so yeah. the main one and two either side and sometimes it was like three cameras in a scene. So there was like basically nine lenses looking at an actor in a scene. So yeah, the and idea- the actors didn't know where to look. They were like meant to like look off somewhere, well, what, and they could have not look down a what lens. What was the purpose of doing that? It's so that you don't have to. Because we were at one point we were trying to do a feature about this, mm. and I got a brief explanation of it. But the idea of it is so that they didn't have to have dots all over yeah. their face. Oh, so they got so all the creates, reference points. It, well, and it creates a. Yeah. A digital 3D, 3D version so that they can yeah. map yeah. that. Scorsese didn't want to do it with like tennis balls yeah. or marks on the face because he don't. He just doesn't think. I'd love it. You can have a serious, balls. like a serious, like yeah. dramatic scene, that and must, you're looking at someone with marker pen all over their face. That must be like, mad for lighting and stuff like that. Like when I mean, yeah. you've got nine lenses pointing at the scene yeah. in different angles. God, how do you hide? Like, um, I mean, right. they did it. So, you know. how Scorsese knows how to make a film. Welcome yeah. to the Camera Boys podcast. <laughs> but, That's incredible. Yeah, it's. I don't want to say anything about the story. It is a true story. It's not one I want to ruin, especially if you don't know. Like, Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa, who's at, like pretty much the second most powerful man in America after JFK and and probably Nixon during like the seventies, and. Yeah, if you don't know his story, don't look it up beforehand because it'll kind of ruin a lot of the okay. tension. Don't watch the film Hoffa. Don't. Just, <laughs> I wouldn't anyway. Yeah. To be but uh, yeah, it's, I don't want to spoil it, but it's a great Scorsese film. Watching, and it's on then. Netflix. Yeah. You can watch it on Netflix. Isn't that great? When do, you, when do you think de-aging will become easy enough that we can just do it? Mm. I want to de-age myself. I don't know. I what mean, if, there, we get three of our there cameras is literally phone apps where yeah. you can sort of de-age yourself. No, but I want to do it like... Legit. Like wanna, no one would like. I want to play me <laughs> in the old days. Really? I want to. Well, de aging plus I need to wear a really long wig. <laughs> yeah. Get back the old style. It's good. Good. I want film. It. So, yeah. also, oh, carry on. No, no, no. Go on, you carry on. I was going to say, you've also watched Parasite, which I you promised me you're not going to talk have. about. Yes. I'm not going to spoil this film, or I'm not even going to tell you what genre it is because 
I went into this film only knowing that people are raving about it. Oh, not so even knowing the genre of the I film. I thought I already knew what the genre was, so that's surprising to me. Is it? Yeah. Don't well, tell me. I'm not going to say it out loud, but I, for some reason I had it in my head. It was what, this one distinct thing, so that's exciting. It's, I don't know anything about it. It's a film that as soon as you think you know what it is, it becomes something else is all Hello. I'll say. It, yeah. It's... It is unlike any film I've ever seen. It's If you don't know what Parasite is, it's a South Korean film that came out in Korea in March. It's not actually out in the UK in cinemas till yeah. February. It's out in America. It's one of those where we have to wait almost a year to watch it. Mm. But, yeah, I'm not even going to tell you what the genre is, but it is one of the most phenomenal films I've ever seen. Oh, I've already excited. watched it twice in, five, oh in a week. I think... Oh, I was talking just beforehand. Me and Joe are both probably going to watch it tonight, I, I think. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. so, like... I. T- tweeted this actually last night like when i saw joker i thought that was a absolutely brilliant film i thought there's not going to be a film this year that i think is better than that both the irishman and parasite i think Ooh. are better mm. but I, I just i it's hard all i want to say is when parasite does come out in the uk in february it'll probably have some oscar buzz around it anyway so it'll get yep. some notice but try and see it if you can i don't imagine it will be out everywhere yeah Oh, okay. But if you've got a cinema that is showing it, it feels know. like one of those ones where the talk is so mm. there is so much about it yeah. that it feels like it's gonna actually end up in a lot of places. Yeah. Like yeah. it might not break. Well, I through, think yeah. it. Well, in America, it was the highest grossing film ever. No, <laughs> what per <laughs> lookout Avengers? Uh, what's the best way of saying this? Per. Like cinema, it was released right. in since La La Land. So it wasn't released in many cinemas, but it still grossed a it's lot. Like it's in ratio. Those, yeah, like per cinema, it grossed the most. Whatever gross domestic product equivalent is per cinema. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But yeah, so people are seeing it. And yeah, it's so hard. To, like it is, it's only two hours roughly and it flies by and it's just, it is in Korean, so you'll have to read it, but it is just brilliantly written. And what else do I want to, you're asking, is it, Deadly I'm, miserable. I'm very tired today, and I don't yeah. want to watch something that's going to make me I feel would, awful. No, I don't think it'll make you feel awful. Okay, good. No. Is there positivity to be had? No, I. Well, it is. It's not not to ruin it. At times, it's a very funny film. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've cool. heard that. Right. Yeah. Final question. Yeah. The Irishman, Parasite. Yeah. Where do they slot into the IMDb? It's, it's too early for me to slot them in right there, but they're going to have to go above Joker, and I put Joker in it like roughly forty odd. So, Ooh. like Parasite is the way you've been talking about there. Parasite is like that's like top twenty, I think that is going high. How I've long do you wait for your slot? I wait a little bit. I want to think more about it. I feel it. like you have like, to wait like six months. Six well, months for your slot. I wait a few weeks. I heard Mark Kermode talking about it and like mm. being quite seriously asked like, how long do you wait until you put it in your bed? in your mm. favourite films of all time. Yeah. And, like, that's pretty big. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah. That's that's quite something. Because he was taught... I think his response was about, you know, they do that sight and sound poll where every 10 mm. years they get a load of critics to give their top 10s. Yeah. yeah. And the last time he did it, the only film from the 21st century he had in it was Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. And I think this is this could be the other one. It's, the way he was sort of skirting around it. Like, I tend to find when I play games, it takes me a while to decide really if I love it or not. It's not instant, yep. but with a film, as soon as I see mm. a film, I'm pretty... Not often does my opinion change much over time of how much I loved it. Mm. I, I often see, not with you, but with some people, when the, the buzz of when you come out of cinema, that excitement, mm. yeah. Yeah. sometimes it doesn't truly reflect what the film no. was. I always like to at least sleep on it 
and then a good rule of thumb for me is if I'm thinking about it the next day then uh, I know exactly, it's something yeah. excellent yeah. but yeah I want people to see it I want basically people to talk to I've only spoken briefly to like two people on Slack about it so <laughs> <laughs> right. well hopefully um, I'll watch it tonight mate yeah I'm excited yeah. Uh, we don't often go back to stuff we've talked about and mm. given that there's except not football be- manager. except football <laughs> manager um but yeah, we thought we'd go back to a few games that we've already talked about on the podcast, but that we played more of. Uh, in particular, Death Stranding mm, and of it. Jedi Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Um, Death Stranding, you might remember, <laughs> is a game that we reacted to, I wouldn't say vociferously, no. but we, we had our opinions on it. And I've now finished it. Your some of the way I've, in. I've started it at least. Now I'm like five hours in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, having finished it, I do think that the final two hours are some of the most self-indulgent bullshit oh, yeah. I have ever seen in a game. Like, I was furious with it. <laughs> just like, just boring to watch yeah. as well. There's there bits where I felt myself switching off towards yeah. the end and just like, oh, right, I've got, I've got to pick up the control up again now, have I? And just it, that's, yeah. wanting to do get on with someone else. It is, it is a barely interactive sequence that forces you to interact to keep not interacting with yeah. it. <laughs> it's insane. It really like, I mean, obviously I, I think the game's got a lot of problems, but I thought that I said before, I think there's a lot to like in there, yeah. and I do, but that last section really soured away on it. It was only playing another few hours afterwards. And I, the only reason I did that is because I wanted to see what it's like when the servers went online. Yeah. That it actually, like, I warmed to it a bit more. Well, that's it. So I have to say, like, and I've written a piece about this on the site, but the game became good to me when it was over. Mm. The post-game is like this weird Kojima-less world yeah. <laughs> where you're not having him stick his nose in. Well, it has the good bits of Kojima. It has the mechanics yeah. and the ideas of how you can break the game and how yeah. you can and change like, things up. It becomes the like extreme hiking simulator that I wanted yeah, to play yeah. the whole way through. Well, that's the thing. And saying, I'm only what, four or five hours in and I'm actually I'm enjoying it at the moment. Yeah, and you, we, we should say you and Jesse have started it after us and yeah. are both enjoying it a lot more than we did initially. Yeah, but... I do. I can see myself in a few hours' time. I can see the bits that will start to annoy me if it keeps up what I think it's going to keep up. I'm pretty yeah. sure it will. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I genuinely enjoy just the walking, the climbing, the hiking. Yeah. I enjoy that holding L2 and R2 constantly. I'll do it. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I think as that process gets easier for you as you go on yeah. as well, and you, and you can take on more and move quicker and you fall over less mm. but you've got all the the exploration parts of it that the thing fun. is I just saw like a quad bike next to a station I was like why can't yeah. I use this yeah, you have why to are wait. you not letting they me they tease press... you for a while with it, that stuff it even says press square and it's just a big X through it I'm like yeah. what does he not know how to drive well it's when yeah. you first <laughs> when you first leave um, Capital Not City as well there's ju- giant vans and stuff around uh, like, yeah you walk is, up and all their wheels are locked it's like this is a oh. piss take that's him <laughs> but, flaunting it yeah I've only had to do it what like three times so far but fuck me do I hate just crawling through BT like, oh, like mate. it's just dull it's rubbish uh, get used to it yeah. <laughs> you got loads more of that like I was it's kind of an interesting thing because the game obviously wants you to do some of that stuff yeah but the majority of those areas become quite easy to spot as you go through and you can take really long routes around them and I ended up having way more fun working out how to take a long route than doing the short route yeah and taking that hit to my score because like 
just fuck doing that stuff. But there was the one mission I had to do recently where I was just like, go collect some of the crist- chiral yeah, crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're deliberately all in a BT rainy area. I'm yeah. like, what I will say is, um, apart from the main story missions you have to do, always, always avoid doing any deliveries for the wind farm. Oh, because God, Because yeah. that place, you, there's no way of... You have to go through BT territory yeah, really. every time, and it's a ball like, every time you do it. I, uh, the way I'm playing at the moment, I don't intend on doing anything that's not a main, like a critical path. But mission. you will, but you will be on missions where you see, oh, I've got to make this delivery, but if I take on this one, it's on the way anyway. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you'll find out you like, I might as well because I'm going on the way, and you'll get you know everything. And the more points you get, the more rating, higher ratings you get with the different preppers and stuff, you get more do equipment I, to do use. I, uh, do I need you, that? Do I care though? Do some, I need some that of the stuff on? is a yeah, lot better. Some of the stuff they give. Yeah. You is really useful um i found out after finishing the game from someone on twitter that like there's an item you can get that just turns off bt encounters what i know and i'm so angry i never in, found it don't don't spoil it obviously for other people or me but is it like you just stumble across or is it like via a mission i think, they, they I think give it, it must you, be given to you by someone pretty much all new items are when you get a star level for these stations mm. when you get to a new level they'll give you an item yeah so i just got given i can build a bridge yeah yeah um yeah but i genuinely love like those early moments where you're just walking along and the music kicks in that feels great i think the music is incredible the really both the lights and yeah. stuff and the score like yeah they've mm. done that really well but then yeah i'm already at the stage where i'm walking and there's no music kicking out so like can't we just i'd like some music here yeah like, it does, it does happen it, quite a lot it does yeah. but there's also no music player which yeah. is odd like the only place you can choose to play music in that game is in your private room which yes. is a place you want to leave quite quickly yeah. I'm not at the stage where I'm listening to my own music or podcast yet while playing it just because I do think the sound design's great and I do like listening yeah. to it And I think uh, the sound effects are phenomenal yeah. as well yeah. like I love the noise of that little codec that, that yeah. Yeah. I can't do it but and I like I do like that everyone has their own stupid ringtone yes. like yeah. there's something really satisfying about it and even like the sound the like sound noise is a really satisfying yeah. noise I can hear oh, it in so my head everyone right has now. their different ring like no every person has a different ringtone when you, they yeah, call you slightly oh, different okay. I thought yeah. you were saying every individual player who's playing the game no, has no, a no, different no, one I think I think this the sound across the board yeah like if there's if there's um best of awards that talking about just sound design and music yep. so i think death stranding absolutely like, is like the number one as, it, well. as an audio visual experience it's, mm. it's incredible there's mm. also in the in that terrible final two hours there is a piece of performance capture that is better right, than yes. i have ever seen in a game mm. and i don't understand like it's eerie how good it it's, is it's so good it's just a shame that that person is speaking bollocks yeah it's like it's the other <laughs> it's like the other side of the uncanny valley you know yeah. when like uncanny valley is all about that doesn't look quite right but i can't tell why yeah mm. this looks so right that it freaked me out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like what i'm still at the point where i'm intrigued in the story i don't know how much how often they feed you actual proper big cutscene chunks of if, it if at this point oh, did you finish Metal Gear Solid 5 I have I've not played oh no okay. I've played Metal Gear Solid. Uh, um, I did not finish it no. it was very much it's very much like that there's um, there's big story dumps and then yeah. there's hours of just doing Nothing, stuff and yeah. then you'll get another massive story dump as far as I know like those hours were far enough apart I, yeah. want, I wanted more hours <laughs> yeah. well that's, that's up to you you could have took longer journeys and did yeah. different things I'm enjoying yeah, it if you mainline it then obviously yeah but I was doing more like sidey quest stuff as mm. I went <laughs> <laughs> but I'm enjoying it at the moment but I do fear I've just reached the point where most people start to discover it's a slog I yeah. am really interested to in a few weeks i want to go and check yeah um trophy count 
yeah. and see where yes. people are dropping That's off. That's interesting, yeah, yeah. Like, I would love to know where people are stopping. Mm. But the but for data purposes, you should compare it to a lot of other games yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. Because yeah. I, 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 as it may documented on this podcast, I like looking at trophies yeah. and observing <laughs> trophies. And you'll always be amazed at how like low some of the percentages oh, are for yeah. just finishing any game, even if it's a six-hour long game yeah. and stuff. So. Yeah, people just pick stuff up and drop yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So comparing it to that, yeah, it'd be super interesting mm. to see how many people drop I'm off. enjoying that. I'm only playing right really like an hour at a time. And I'm like, right, I've had my fill. I'm done. I feel like that's the way to play this game. Whereas I feel like maybe you didn't have the best time knowing you had to fin Not had to finish it, but you wanted to, fin yeah, you wanted to finish well, I mean, it before I kind of did have to finish it because I had yeah. to uh, create well, some I videos about it. Imagine, but... I imagine a lot of people that when they had to review this game and stuff, had to like play good six seven hour chunks at times yeah yeah but then <sighs> i can't imagine playing that game all day i know people that have and they yeah, seem to like yeah. it but personally that is like an hour for me i'm done i did it about 10 hours straight one day <laughs> i think and that was when i was getting towards the end and i was yeah. like right i can see the i could see the finishing line and i just wanted to get mm, through it yeah except the finishing line keeps moving further and further <laughs> yeah. away uh but maybe there's something to be said for that unfortunately I can't ever go yeah. back and change that experience so. it genuinely I don't think this will ever happen but it does genuinely make me hope for another developer to be like right so that thing the the walking stuff the delivering stuff turning fetch quests into something meaningful yeah works like I would want to see someone try and make that game without the trappings of all yes. this like bullshit because um Danny Robson from IGN Japan friend of the podcast uh, mm. has keeps talking about how it's similar to this um, game the tomorrow children that came out a few years right, back yeah. and got cancelled because or got shut down because no one was playing it but like he says the social stuff is basically that game oh, right. um, and whether that's a coincidence or not I don't know but I would I would I would love a game where you have a bit more of this like this feeling that there's like invisible people all around you making stuff, building mm. stuff. Uh, Joe, it's called the strand system. It is a social strand system. <laughs> um, like there is something really nice, particularly, and I'm, I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it, so I don't want to talk about exactly what it is, but there's a thing that starts happening in chapter three with how you can get around the world, like a particular structure type thing mm. um, that I think is the best version of watching all these players help each other. Okay. Yeah. And like, not only is it one of the, the coolest effects in the game, like it makes the world look very interesting. Yes. Um, it's It feels the most like, oh, wow, we're all in this together. And it does actually communicate that I, feeling. I spent at least a couple of hours actively like trying to pursue that as well. Yep. Thinking, oh, I'm helping myself, but I'm helping others as well. And if I... And, the thought was, if I do this more, then hopefully the server will bring in more yep. people working with me because it like rewards you if you connect with people. Yes. And I thought, if we work together, then hopefully these things will happen more as it's well. It's quite opaque about whether that does happen. Yes. I'm never quite sure what the effect of they me is. They tell you at one point, they say, when you're in the seam, they say, if you connect with play other players in the seam, yeah. then you will have more of their stuff in your ah, game. You I just tell you that. that. And then there is in the menu, you can make a strand contract with yes. other people. Well, I did that with you. Yeah, and it just shows you. Although it's, it's mad though. So you told me you did that with me and I went through and I could, even though I'd liked some of your stuff in the past and you're on my friends list, could not find your name to save my life. What? You can't just search for your friends. That's it's just, so weird. It just pulls in all these random names. Yeah, it's all you're the stuff on the you've side. Yeah, <laughs> and so I did it as soon, I basically came across one of your things yeah. randomly and went, okay, he's now in the list. So I then just clicked it. Um, and I like that too, where you get this feeling of, oh, my mates were here. Yeah. Or, you know, 
or, or like the fucking time fall shelters you put down yeah. and finding them being like thank you so much Dale I would be <laughs> like, really I would cool. actually be interested to hear if like people have ran into them as well because like I had a time fall shelter that had like 10,000 likes or something like that yeah so yeah, it's Drivdak, by the way. <laughs> That's my PSN name. If you see that, let me know because I just would be interested. Like how, like how is it put out there? Is it just plucking at random, or is it ones that okay, this one's a bit more popular, so we'll serve it to more people? Yeah. And is it like a self fulfilling prophecy at that point that it's going to mm. become like viral, so to speak? I feel like since it came out, we haven't had any feedback from people about Death Stranding, and I would really like to know what yeah. people thought if of anyone's it. Anyone's actually playing it? Because I think we were kind of, particularly at that time, I think we were kind of outliers for our. I th- and do you know what I think? I don't think we were that negative on it. I just think in comparison to other people and perhaps as a reaction to other people's response to it, yeah. we did lean negatively because we were looking around thinking, are people seeing a different game to us? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So IGN underscore and UK I think especially feedback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Do... IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> I do think especially if, like me, you follow Hideo Kojima on Twitter and you're bombarded by about a hundred mm. different retweets of people saying how yeah, genius God. it is. Yeah, you I, tend to think that maybe the whole world loves it and you don't. It's like <laughs> yeah. he, it's like he's trying to lose that Guinness World Record he got. <laughs> I unfollowed him. Did you see some of the sales data for it? Though? No. So uh, uh, it was just very anecdotally like seeing what people have posted on Twitter, but they're saying apparently lots of reports that it sold extremely well on the first week and then had a rapid drop off almost yeah. immediately and then hasn't picked up since. So that strikes me as, you know, all those people that were super interested in like hardcore gamers, so to speak, but then the average person. Yeah, it's not word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's not, yeah, because I think it was Red Dead sold consistently well for yeah. ages and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. But uh, I just, yeah, yeah, I kept playing it for an hour and I was like, I'd rather play something else. So I started The Outer Worlds and that's really fun. So I'm much more interested in going this weekend. I'm much more interested in playing The Outer Worlds than I am Death Stranding. I so really want to play that game. I haven't got it's into really, it yet. I played, I've played like four or five hours. Really? I really like it. It's just a colourful fallout where you can actually do a lot more through talking yes. than a Fallout game, I think. There is a lot of talking in Fallout games, I, but I feel like you can circumvent whole situations well, you, and it's just through conversation. You could do that in Fallout. You just had to get your speech high like enough it always, intelligence high enough. Most of the time, there, I feel like in this, there's less go clear out this place full of horrible monsters and then we'll have a chat. Whereas okay. this, you could have the chat and never have to do that, if you know what I mean. And that would be a good thing because fuck me, that combat's bad. Like, I think I it's really all right. I'm like thinking, it. I think it's all right compared to a Fallout game because I do love Fallout Three, Four, New Vegas, but they have never quite got the shooting right. No, and I do think it's this is better than a Fallout game, but yeah, it's still not a Does good it have a shooter. VAT system? It, has it has a slowdown. Yeah, it's a different it thing. Is VATS. VATS is it's VATS. super well, slow. No, it's not. It doesn't pause. It just VATS is like copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't yeah, pause like and a... then choose a part of the body. It just slows time. Okay. But I think you can add you can add stuff to like it, right? that to it. You can yeah. add like critical points and stuff like. But yeah, I'm just putting a lot of my stuff into dialogue and tech and charm mm. because that's kind of what I am anyway. <laughs> oh god, I um yeah, I'm playing it as I never really do this. I usually try and make sort of a like a sort of useful all round build. But in mm. this one, I've put almost everything into uh, like basically I'm playing it as a massive liar. Like I just, I'm lying at every possible opportunity, nice. yeah, like and it. trying to play as like this incredibly intelligent, devious dickhead who keeps like yeah. I'm just trying to make everyone play against each other that's whenever awesome. I can. I've been and that's exactly actually, how yeah. I like to that's play. That's actually proved like the little bits I've managed to do of that have yeah. been quite fun. It's like promising you'll do something for someone and then giving their stuff to someone Ooh, else and stuff like that. That's well, I've good. got my uh, 
ladies called Borgullet. Because every <laughs> video game create character I now make is called Borgullet. He, he, never, he never says it in Fallen Order, though. Borgullet. I know, it's really annoying. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> no Borgullet in Fallen Order. <laughs> Let's talk Fallen Order. Because we've could be all deal. The finished Borgullet. it now? Uh, yes, yes yeah. I finished it a couple of days Are ago. We, we're not spoiling that. No, though. we're not spoiling. No. Um, I, st- I feel pretty similarly to how I did before. Yeah. I feel like oh, I'm... Wait, I don't know if I talked about it on here before. Anyway. You did last week, didn't you? I think I hadn't played it last week, so I think you... Or I played the very start. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that is... I think... It's a weird Speaking game. to everyone in the office, we pretty much share a similar opinion on mm-hmm. it, that we all think it's an okay to good game. Yeah. I, I am surprised by the positive reaction it's had. Yeah. Like, for me, it's in the sevens. It's a good game. Yes, I had fun absolutely. playing it. Yeah. I don't think it does anything particularly new... I think it's a fine Star Wars story. It's not particularly interesting. I think one. it feels very Star Wars. It does though, feel, and I do like that. And it, it's not a bad-looking game, but I do think it's when you're used, I think it's a bad-looking game, game. For, <laughs> for the for what for the kind of region of games it sits in. Yeah, like if it's if you're putting it up against something like God of War or or, or Sekiro, mm, or like yeah. these games that have similar structures. Yeah. It looks terrible by comparison That's, to those what, things. And I'm saying, especially when we're now used to Star Wars games looking like Battlefront 2, oh, which God, is one yeah. of the most gorgeous games I've ever yeah. seen. Like, it, it's astonishing. If you think about when Battlefront, even Battlefront 1, yeah. if you think about what games looked like when that came out, mm. it is mad that it looks that I good. think from mm. a distance it looks good. Some of the landscapes from a distance is good. But when you Very get foggy. on. Yeah, when you get in. <laughs> To textures and oh, faces, God. I think, I think and, there's a lot of technical issues as well. Like it, it oh, it last night it was stalling for me a lot yeah. as oh, well, yeah. and I could see textures loading. Apparently, as well. it makes Xboxes scream. Oh, <laughs> like I read someone say, "I've never heard an Xbox scream before." But yeah, I think I did pretty much exactly what you did, Dale, and uh, near at some point during the game, just whack the difficulty yep. down. I'm yep. like. I just want to feel like a Jedi. Exactly. And get through this, see the story, yeah. have fun just wiping out stormtroopers and, and bugs if I must. Oh, hit the poison bugs, yes. man. Um, and but, that is not Star Wars fantasy. That's the, they did this in the fucking single player for Battlefront 2 as well. Like, mm. the section with Luke bugs, Skywalker yeah. is just killing bugs, bugs with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not Do my you know what fucking... that is, though? A part of me thinks it's just so you can have lightsabers cutting things in half. Yeah. Because they but, wouldn't show, they don't want to show that with anything like Amphimorphic. You it's know? bullshit. It, just have some bullshit. I, I, <laughs> I did have fun playing it. I do think when you actually have a, like the boss battles, a one on one lightsaber fight, it feels really good. Like, yeah. That does feel lightsaber on lightsaber yeah, combat like, is pretty satisfying. Yeah. yeah. But. Yeah, I don't really have much to add to what you said last week, but I pretty much agree yeah, with it. I, I, I'm I, a, I do think the ending's good. I'm going to spoil it. I do think it's a good payoff. Wicked, yeah. I really like the ending. I know. There is a bit of me that wants more of that story. Like, I really like Cal Kestis more than anyone else I, I've met. I, I, I think he's re- fine. I, I don't think I know a problem with him. I think he's he serves the story well. He's not particularly interesting. Like, no. He's I think, fine. I I genuinely think there's points in that, particularly his relationship with BD One. I really like. Yeah, I, I genuinely find him extremely. Mm. Endearing. I just find him overall a bit like. He's just there. I don't really. Yeah, what's his? He doesn't really seem emotionally affected by what's going on around him. I think the problem for me is that in skipping, in using his childhood as a flashback sequence Mm. throughout the game, you skip a lot of what might make him emotionally interesting. Yeah. And so what you're left with is the guy who's become a sort of hardened shell, Mm. 
who never really gets out of that. Mm. Like, he goes from emotionally distant and, like, separate from his feelings to someone who's just really good. Mm. And, like, there's no point There's no, There's no. no point where you're like, he was vulnerable. You you skip the whole section where he's oh, having a bad time. I think, I think the intro pacing is all over the place. So from a narrative perspective, yeah. like I get from a gaming perspective, yeah, it's getting you straight into the action, right? But I think it's mad how he's this guy who's been hiding and clearly probably hasn't used his force powers in what, like... I don't know, five years or something like that? What uh, do they say? It's that, set yeah. five yeah. is it set five years? It's set five years after you got all the things. Right. When he found somewhere to go live, right, he stopped doing all that stuff yeah. because he even with his he only has to use it in a case of emergency. Yeah. But then all of a sudden once that's happened, that's it now. Full steam ahead all I'm, over the place. I'm number one Jedi. So number then, uh, one Jedi. But then they get to the planet and he's just like, Right, you go off, you're the hero yeah. here and yeah. it just feels like yeah, there's yeah. a step in between that oh, was no, missing. I've forgotten how to double jump. Oh yeah. mate. <laughs> It's not a spoiler to say that the double jump is the last power a Jedi gets in this game. Oh, it's, like a, yeah, it's not the oh, exact last it makes, one. Uh, no, it's the last power. There's okay. not the last skill. And it just makes like traversal so much more yeah. enjoyable God, as well. Like before yeah. that, like even a all, lot of all the abilities make, you get. I know it's a video game, so it feels like nitpicking. But yeah, a lot of it doesn't make sense force-wise. Like, yeah. Oh, absolutely like, it doesn't. <laughs> But, like, but just on a like, if you're going to take the Metroidvania style, mm. I think the key that often gets forgotten by people making Metroidvania games is that it should be interesting as to why you can't get somewhere. Yeah, yeah. like you should see something and go, I don't know what that does. I no. don't know how to do that. And if the basic block in the game is, I can't jump that far. That is yeah. not making enough of that. Especially <laughs> when you're inevitably try to make that jump several times and then realize yeah okay i probably need to do this later i like it to be completely obvious that oh okay i clearly need something else to do yeah. this not tease me with it like those crates that you have to slice open and then oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then open them yeah. afterwards yeah. So it's such a, a boring element to that i'll tell you what i like and this is very boring is i like that interact is on r3 I okay. don't know. I think it feels really. It feels much better. Like I don't. For some reason, walking up to someone and going, "All right, now I have to hold square to talk to them." It feels way more natural to just walk up to them and click the stick that I'm already yeah, holding, yeah, no, and it just about it. like it feels more seamless somehow. There's, yeah. a, there's a few button configurations I think are weird though. I think um, diving with square and also oh, square up. being the yeah, lightsaber. When I jump and I'm heading to, I want to press square. I want to start diving. Yes. I agree. Yeah, I'm not really getting his lightsaber me. out before I fall in the water. Uh, yeah, I Matt. don't even think I unlocked that ability and used it. What, swimming? Not. Oh, no. I thought there's one where you can... What, dive underwater? Oh, sorry. I thought you meant there's... Isn't there a ability where you can do almost like a ground... Oh, you can do a ground pound. pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, never oh, no, 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 I got no. it and never used it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of powers here. Yeah. Yeah, I never but touch. Throwing I, the lightsaber I sick. I thought it was fine. I liked it. I just think that Control came out this year and did almost every aspect better. Indeed. Absolutely. So if you put a lightsaber in control, that's the better game. Oh, <laughs> like mechanics-wise. Can you imagine how good that would feel? Got and how gun. good it would look. Oh, get them. Get Remedy making the next Star Wars game. Get Remedy putting a beam sword in DLC, and I'll play it forever. Oh, well, there are two bits. Yeah. Who knows? Can't wait. Um, I had one more thing to say. Yeah. I th basically, I also think Matt has provided the best bit of possible insight into this game on the last time we talked about this, mm. which was, he thinks this could be the Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's yeah. Yeah. Creed 2. Yeah, definitely. And like, I would, I, no matter my kind of lukewarm feelings about some of it, I love the idea of Respawn being given a bit more time, mm -hmm. a bit more money, 
Like, yeah. I'm sure this is done very well, and they're now uh, being asked yeah, to make another one. Really well, yeah. I just, want, just don't make me slide down ice. More, it, oh, oh, fuck, fuck sliding. Get rid of that. <laughs> and, uh, like, just make more interesting levels. I think in general, like, I'm doing a run-through now, doing a collectible run-through, because, you know, <clears throat> and I just... It, getting around some of those levels is just a slog. I know, like... I quite like the puzzles. I could have done with one yeah. or two more of those. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, like, flying around planets and stuff is kind of, you know, it's Star Wars in it. Mm. But I just... I wouldn't mind a game where it was just all on one planet. Yes. And, yeah. like, make... Imagine a fast travel system. Make, just a, make control in the Death Star. <laughs> or, like, I would genuinely love a giant... 3D AAA Metroidvania world where it's like I start in the middle of this in like a city yeah. and I mm. can't get out to this bit of it without getting something from a story mission over here and like that feeling of unlocking this world through my own skills would yeah. be so satisfying Absolutely, particularly yeah. with Star Wars um, yeah. yeah I just make it like, that. like um, Arkham Asylum yeah as well. that's that you know yeah. you're starting its own and then you get it's Metrovania and you get new equipment and you see that bit over there that you can't reach because you haven't got this certain grappling mm -hmm. hook and stuff like that. That's fine, but also building fast travel points because yes. I fucking hate it. I hate, get, I hate not having, getting to a boss, killing the boss, and then not having a travel back to your ship. But running, and then yeah. running back on Dathomir is one of the worst oh, things. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's just like, and I get what they're going for, but it's just not fun. No, I think, I think yeah, that's one of those things where it's like idealism over actual yeah. enjoyment that is enough talk we've done loads well done boys uh, <laughs> I would like to play a game now please Cardi inside it's a UK IGN crew yeah 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 and ones and twos we got the games gonna play for you inside I got a question for you hold tight the DJ we're coming through yeah yeah and ones and twos we got the games gonna play for you inside I got a question for you is it in the search we are going to play another game of What Did They Say? Which the was a really hard Ooh. quote game. It was a really hard quote game, but I've done my own clues and hopefully I've made it easier for you lads. Okay. Um, I've tried to pick... They're all quite popular films and they're all quite popular quotes. If you don't remember what this game is, I've picked five quotes from a film. They get... More less obscure, sorry, as we go down. You get five points if you get on the first one, one if you get on the last. Mm -hmm. But the twist is, these quotes have been translated from English to Korean, to Latvian, yes! to Portuguese, to Greek, Ooh. and then back to English. Blimey. So they will have been a bit construed. Didn't you say when you were putting this together this time, you kept finding quotes that were just the same? Oh, yeah. Surprise like, oh, turns times. out Google Translate's really was... good. This what was sent in from some of our Australian listeners. Thank you very much. Oh. I enjoy the game. Here's what my is, version. What is the name of this game? By? It's called What Did They Say? As okay. in, what did they say? Oh, right, okay. What, what did, did they, they say? say? It doesn't need to fit <laughs> in that anymore. anymore. But Fucking yeah. hell, do you remember when we used to do that? So, yes. It's to get in the VO booth every week to yeah, record yeah. a new one. I think one. we did it for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here we go. Film Classic number firm. one. Here's, here's the first badly translated quote. Is there, a th is there a link? There's no link. I've just picked five popular films because it's hard enough finding films with five quotes in. Yeah. What? It's hard enough finding films with five quotes. Five memorable no, quotes. Memorable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like some of these you might not, but okay. you know, I'd be surprised if anyone gets one on a first go. Let's put it that way. Okay, but some okay. of you might. We'll see. We'll Film see. number one. Here's the badly translated quote We slow and change men's history and make waffles in the morning. Pulp Good. Fiction. We slow and change men's history. 
I bet it's not waffles. I feel like it'd be like pancakes. You've got to try and like see that. which words have been yeah. Shrek. <laughs> it is Shrek. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's what the only film it? I could think of with waffles. I didn't think you'd remember that quote from what Shrek. Is the quote? I'm making waffles. <laughs> is that it? I'm making waffles. I don't know. <laughs> I'd, well, fair play. Maybe I've made this too easy. I love it. So the real quote of that is, we can stay up late swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm, I'm making, making waffles. waffles. Ah. Slow men's history. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew Shrek that well, so I've done ones that maybe are too obvious quotes. Shrek 1 holds up, mate. I, I like it's Shrek amazing. One. I, watched it. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this one you probably would have got straight away, then, because it's not that changed, but I thought... You- would you have got it from blue flowers, red fawns, blue flowers, red fawns, no, blue flowers, red fawns? That, no. If it's not for colours, it will be much easier. Oh, right. Okay. He's colourblind. He goes, yeah. yeah, blue flowers, red fawns. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colourblind. I don't yeah. remember that bit. Yeah. Would you... Quote number three for that was, okay, nobody's moving. I have a dragon here and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm a stupid aside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all right, nobody move. I got a dragon here and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm a donkey on the edge. Are they all donkeys quotes? Not all of them, but he does have a lot of the big quotes. Okay. Uh, No, no buttons, no sword drop buttons. (laughs) What? My gum drop buttons. Change gum drops to sword somehow. (laughs) That's cool. Not the gum drop buttons. Not the gum drop buttons. And then last one. Just because I wanted people. No, no, Shrek's amazing. That's right. <laughs> it is brilliant. It is a good film. Um, just, do you remember yeah. the bit when he sees the boulder and he's just like, I like that boulder. That's a nice <laughs> boulder. That's a brilliant line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I, didn't know you love Shrek so much. Only Shrek one. Only I tend to make the last one of these very easy just so no one's getting no points on any. Okay. So the last one was Ogre is like onion. All right. I oh, know. Ogre is like an onion. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Layers. So, got lots of layers. Joe's got five. I genuinely think the waffles one is the only one I would have got <laughs> until uh, the final clip. I yeah. thought that one's harder. Maybe. It's hard to know what other people know, though, of isn't course. it, in this world? I just, like, I really like it when he says, I'm making waffles. I'm okay. Making waffles. Film, film, film two, quote <laughs> number such one. Such a nice face. Oh, I feel like well, Shrek tonight instead of Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Both classics. Um. <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Quote number one from film number two. My wife and I go to Mexico. I'll stay away from you. My wife and I go. My wife and I go to Mexico. Desperado. Night in Mexico. Yeah. Um, Oh, Dust Till Dawn. Let's go number two. You're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert, and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land. (laughs) Say that again. You're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert, and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land. <laughs> oh. The hangover? No. I can't get Breaking Bad out of my mind. I just sack that off. El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I'll give you a couple more seconds. No. Nothing? Uh, uh, what's that film where they go out? Fear and Loathing? No. Yeah. Number three. I have a contest. I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. Oh, that sounds familiar. I don't want others to succeed. I have a contest. <laughs> I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. I like. I feel like I, that's, I know. Like I have a like. I have a thing that I, I don't like this. other people to succeed. I know this. I know this quote. I'm going for the next one. I want to speed up. Quote number four. I left the baby. The hangover. No. Said the hangover. Oh, right. I left on. the baby. Hangover party. <laughs> Is that That's it? an exclamation mark on the end. I, I left the baby. Oh, Home Alone? No. No. <laughs> it's not a baby. Well, it could be translated that way. Oh, yeah, fair enough. This one's a hard enough. one, I'm glad. <laughs> I was worrying they'd all be Have five. I seen this film? 
Well, I think you have. Okay. I left. This sound, that sounds so obvious. I left yeah. the baby. Oh my god! No. Oh no! Wait. Are you trying to work out from my? Uh... Is it um? What's that film you like about oil? <laughs> there will be oh, blood. There will be blood. It is over. Yeah. <laughs> That was I've abandoned my child. Yes, translated. That's it. I have seen it, but I barely remember it. I've yes. left the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's two points to Joe. That means seven nil up. What's but the final one? I drink your shake. Oh, I was <laughs> hoping it was going to be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah. I like to think we're going, f- going for your top 10 of your CIMDB right now, oh, by the way. Shrek. Shrek, and there will be blood. Shrek is up there. Blade oh. Runner. Is the next one Blade Runner? Fuck, um, I thought you genuinely <laughs> yeah. got that. He looked at you for a second like, you I'm not yeah. that obvious. All right. Um, so my wife and I go to Mexico. I'll stay away from you. As I'm going to Mexico with my wife. I'm going away from you. Yeah. Uh, you're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert, and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land. Was You're an orphan from a basket in the middle of the desert, and I took you for no other reason than I needed a sweet face to buy land. Oh, God, he's horrible, isn't he? Yeah. I wanted to do bastard from a basket, but that just translated directly. Ah. <laughs> so I couldn't. I have a contest. I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. Yeah. I hate most people. And then we've got already done the other two. So there we go. For number three. I left my baby. <laughs> I left my baby. <laughs> uh, right. A person who makes a good chair owes no money to the chair. Oh. A person Confucius who makes a good said. chair owes no money to the chair. That's really... It feels really profound. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that does sound familiar. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. I'm going to say, away we go. <laughs> By Sam Mendes. That's, no, I haven't actually um, seen that. Oh, it's a lovely film. Gran Torino. No. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. Chicken run? No. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. I'm trying to retranslate that. Yeah. This game's tough. Mm. I'm rubbish at it. Uh, I've picked films that you both all would have seen, I think. Yeah. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. Forrest Gump. No. Next one. We can only do it. I'm 6'5", 220. I have two people. Fuck. Uh, social network. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you bastard. There we go. That was... We can do that ourselves. Oh, yeah, I'm six five two twenty, yeah. and there's two of me. It's not I have two people. <laughs> the wrinkle vibe. Uh, a money who makes a, a person who makes a good chair owes no money to the chair. Is a guy who makes a nice chair doesn't owe money to everyone who has ever built a chair. Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's a he's a poet, isn't he? Nope. <laughs> well, sort of. He's a maniac. <laughs> have you? He's CEO. Did, yeah, I, did I send? Man, yeah, we we sent around that um, oh, the, selection of clips of him doing Facebook Live from his garden, talking about his barbecue. That's, have you seen no. it? Instead of music, Fuck we're putting me. thirty seconds of that. It's, at the end of the one of, it's one of the most. Read the oh, rest of the quotes and so bring good. it up and play it on the mic. Oh, you're gonna play a bit of it now. Okay. Uh, I didn't grow up stories about chickens. I didn't plant the story about the chicken. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry guys can I interrupt I think my dad's calling me because he thinks he might have been killed in terrorist okay, action just today answer, so. do it on the, fo- do it on the <laughs> podcast do it live don't do it on the <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> oh one sec <laughs> that's big we're not making light of this by the way hey pops yeah are you checking on me because of troubles all good and Anna's fine as well you're, you're on a podcast at the moment 
Yeah, we're, we're in the middle of recording podcasts, but I didn't want to leave you waiting for me to call, to call Hello. you back. How's it going? Uh, he says, good, how are you? I'm all right, actually, thank you. He says, thank you. He's all right. It's going great. If this is going to be gold. <laughs> it, we've really lost energy, so I think this is really pepping yeah. it up. <laughs> Joe's 10-0 up. Yeah, I'm winning 10-0 in a game. Oh, I'm really happy. Piss take. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, you've beefed it up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not dead. It's fine. Is he going to say love you at the end? Oh. All right. Yeah, good to talk to you too. Love you. Bye-bye. Stay safe. That's cute. I love my there dad. Go. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this one's a long one. I wish I could yeah. put it in. Uh, it's a small social network. You'll probably be a very successful computer person, but you will always think that you do not like a woman because she is beautiful. And I want you to know that this is not deep in my heart because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It, that one is actually you're a very you're probably going to be a very successful computer person, but you're going to think you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that it won't be true. It'll be because you're an arsehole. Oh, idiot. What an amazing <laughs> film that yeah, is. It's oh, such a good film. It is. I think. If I'm pressed to say what do I think is the best written film ever, I think that one is pretty much. Especially up considering there. the how dry the subject yes, matter it could, is. It could well. have been, yeah. 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 I think that opening scene is phenomenal. Oh yeah. my god. So uh, good. That is how you edit a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how you edit uh, everything. The last one. A million bucks is not cool. Do you know what's cool? One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it translated one of those so and not good. the other one? I love Google Translate. Uh, what a mad piece of shit. <laughs> right, number four. Okay. You can still get, I need, you need to get both, both of these first time now. First. You can do it. And do you know what? This first one, I was questioning whether it's too easy. So you Ooh. might get it. I mean, but it'd be too easy for Joe too. So let's go. Well, who knows? Everyone cheated on me. I'm tired of this world. Is that the room? It is the room. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello. It's one for one. <laughs> Therefore, the real quote is, everyone betrayed me. I'm fed up of, with this world. Yes, do you know what it was? Though? It's you your know, delivery. You kind of yeah, did a little bit like him. It's hard not to. Do you yeah. know what's mad? Is it makes more sense after the translation. <laughs> it does. It's a better written that's line. What, that's what I found funny about these. <laughs> I'm fed up with this There's world. There's so many good quotes. <laughs> fed up with this There's world. There's so many good quotes. It was hard to find a hard one on this. <laughs> but here we go. Is it you're tearing me apart? Do you want the actual ones first or the badly translated? I want the actual ones first. So the actual ones. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Actually, translates to too bad. I miss you. I didn't do that. Oh, it scores. (laughs) (laughs) Oh wow. Oh, it's taking the word mark. It's chasing the word mark. (laughs) In case, in this case, that was bad. Actual quote. Anyway, how's your sex life? I love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you giggle at films like this. It's the the I haven't watched it in a good year or so now, and Ooh, I think I'm ready. It I know, is good, like, we, this is like obvious to most people, but if you haven't seen The Room, I really oh, can't impress Lord. upon you enough how good it is. Watch like, The Room and then watch The Disaster Artist afterwards as well. Yeah, it's like oh, just a fantastic back to back. That translates to what is your sex life? Uh, <laughs> what is your <laughs> sex life? Anyway, how's your the sex actual, life? <laughs> the actual quote. This one is actually... <laughs> how is this a line in a film? <laughs> Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the translated one is... Leave the deep comments in your pocket. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> Sounds better. The last one. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Translates to... You cut me, Lisa. 
<laughs> he should have done a bond about the, the, the street on the hospital or whatever. Oh, what's he say? Yeah, I beat her uh, up so bad that she ended up. Oh, what a funny story. What a funny story, Mark. What a story, Mark. Yeah, some of them didn't translate well. Yeah. But uh, it's, a, it's funny. So you get this one. First time, Dale. Okay. And right. I can't remember. What are you doing? I lost my paper. Here okay. we go. The first one. Go home, forgetting I can admit persistence, but good faith can't come. No, I know what this is. Oh, it's the prestige. <laughs> Son of a bee sting. It's not even that close. No good can come of this. Let's go home, I, forget this thing. I yeah. can recognize an obsession. No good will come of it. There's about six different words there. Well done, Joe. Yeah, again, funny. I think it Fair was your delivery, maybe. Play. Yeah, it was. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Was I doing that like Bowie's Tesla? <laughs> no, but you did oh, no. it. Does Circus say that or Tesla? No, that no, is Tesla. Bowie. Yeah. yeah. But um, you no, did but... it in his chunks. It's hard, yeah, yeah. It's hard not to. Yeah, because it's so good. Uh, it's also because <laughs> that's how punctuation works. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, the other ones from that. Should we do the real ones? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bullet catches suicide all it takes is some smart ass volunteer to put a button in the barrel mm. that translates as put a button in a barrel imagine oh. this this translates as capturing massacres is suicide all you need is a clever volunteer pushing the prime minister what what <laughs> <laughs> button bizarre. in a barrel oh, yeah. translates as <laughs> prime minister I don't That's know what's so going weird. on there Man's reach exceeds his imagination. Man's reach. Translates as the human touch is beyond imagination. (laughs) Uh, No one cares about the man in the box, the man who disappears. Translates as nobody cares about the people in the box who disappear. Okay. And then the last one. Now you're looking for the secret, but you won't find it because, of course, you're not really looking. You don't really want to work it out. You want to be fooled. That goes for now you're looking for a secret, but of course you won't find it. You really don't want to solve this issue. You want to be an idiot. <laughs> he really likes the word idiot. Why don't you do the quote with, uh, pardon oh, me, it's been a I've, while since I saw a real maggot. Oh, I found one more that it would have been way too obvious, but I just wanted to uh, mm-hmm. translate it because cause it's funny. <laughs> so the real one is, I've been Caesar. I've played Faust. How hard could it possibly be to play the great Danton? The great Danton. <laughs> it translates as, I was an emperor. I played Faust. How difficult can it be to play Big Danton? <laughs> <laughs> Big Danton. <laughs> Big Danton. Oh my God. Big Danton. How, can, <laughs> how difficult can it be to play the Big Danton? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually work for that character really if he just missed it. Yeah. yeah. Root's Root. good, isn't he? Oh, the Big Danton. God, he's so good. Yeah. I want to watch all those films now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've played Caesar oh, I can't root so good I just want to talk the about prestige, prestige is good isn't it fuck me it's good right <coughs> feedback yeah what are these people been saying to us oh I've got this mad one <laughs> there's no name on my one this one uh, well mine is from an anonymous person I'll find out who it's from mine's from an anonymous person who at the end uh, says that he's called Jack Sparkles, which if Big, you've listened that's to... That's not his real name. If you've football listened manager. to it's football, it's football Day, you would know why. Jack Sparks. Hi, everyone. I'm a bottle of homebrew wine in, so I'll try not <laughs> to ramble oh, too much. Okay. I'm just done watching episode three of The Mandalorian. More, more, more! By the way, we haven't actually said it before now. We're going to talk about the newest episode of The Mandalorian. After, after feedback. feedback. Spoiler chat. Spoiler chat. Just so you know. Funny story. A few weeks ago, I threw on Netflix and started browsing. And oh, look. 
It's the Terminator, and I've not watched that in ages. Too lazy to browse, so I'll stick it on. I've always been a fan of Mr. Schwarzenegger, and we can all agree we are familiar with Twins, True Lies, Kindergarten Cop, Last Action Hero, and all we know this man's characters well, so we obviously know his best stuff. Didn't say Total Recall. Didn't Good say point. Jingle All the Way, the best one. So, so we all know the lines from the Terminator films. And he says in your best accent, I'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is one, yeah. Get, oh. get, get to the chopper. That's not from Terminator. No, he's not. He's oh, saying right, it's okay. ju- Oh, no, yeah, actually, he is saying that from yeah. Terminator films. Good point. It's from Predator Mate. And if you want to stay alive, stay with me. Well, it happens to turn out I have never seen it before, and that if you want to stay alive, stay with me is not a line from Arnold. Mm. Uh. My shock and horror to realise I have never seen this amazes me. I was two years old when it came out. So... (laughs) (laughs) When I was younger, I saw Alien 2 first and loved it, but at least I went and saw and loved the original. Uh... He says, I love the ramble this. this Look, if you're a bottle of homebrew (laughs) wine in, you're doing well. Don't write to a podcast. Um, No, do. Please do. (laughs) There is more. I'm just going to carry on. Yeah, yeah, carry on. on. Now the kicker, football manager reference, he says. (laughs) Yes, that. (laughs) Wait, what was that whole Schwarzenegger bit about? (laughs) Just that he didn't know that it was a line. Uh, Okay. As I've been listening for a good while now, I always look forward to the Inception references. Do we make a lot of them? <laughs> I love this. I, I think he means prestige. Yeah. I, wish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could have been at the live screening you did and that sort of okay, thing. Okay, yeah. So, I was on Reddit watching the gif of the rotating set I have seen so many times. Fucking hell. And noticed something wrong, And noticed something was wrong. Think about it. What could possibly be wrong? So I watched a trailer for Inception, and if you read the first part of this email out and people are paying attention, you will have realised that I have never seen Inception. <laughs> I've been listening for years. Absolutely convinced myself I knew what you were talking about. Don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I love this. Now, the end of this email is somehow the best bit. <laughs> Listen to these two lines, three lines. I love it. So, the torrent of Inception and the Joker are downloading. <laughs> if I'm pissed during the week, I'll follow up. <laughs> and then at the end, he just writes, How much do you think a baby Yoda is worth? Yours lovingly, Jack Sparkles. Oh, Jesus. Um, well, it's about ten sheets of Besco. Uh, and, yeah, that's very true. In uh, I don't know where to start. I would like to say, Jack Sparkles, please do your damnedest to get pissed more often than send us emails. <laughs> About the prestige. I, the, prestige the prestige inception thing is very confusing to me because <laughs> that's not confusing the name. That's thinking we're making reference to a film that we've never really talked about. <laughs> I mean, it's a great film. It's but a great it, film. It is better than The Prestige. Shut up, but you we, stupid bastard. <laughs> we almost never reference it. Uh, no. It's not, as, it's not as funny. It's not as quotable, I'll give it that. No. Absolutely not. Although I do you like... You don't um, know. <laughs> you don't I, know. I do like... Well, Tom Hardy says something funny where he says darling at the end of it. Oh, you must uh, must it be afraid to dream, dream a bit it. bigger, bigger, darling. darling yeah, uh, it's good that line. Think you know, not better than me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't even quotes. Uh, <laughs> who wrote that email in? Jack Sparkles. Sparkles. Right, I'll block him on my list. What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm I love joking. Jack Sparkles. I do love Jack Sparkles. Jack Sparks not as, that good of a player though. No, so, that's uh, a shame. It is mm. a shame. Right, it's me, and this piece of paper didn't have. The name of the man. So I looked it up, and it is from Sam. Sam Drysdale. What, what a lovely peek inside the process. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Hi, guys. What? Firstly, I just want to say thank you for the extra work you put in each week to give us a fun and exciting podcast. Yeah, we've had two tweets today telling us to hurry up and upload the <laughs> podcast. 
We don't get anything for this. It's not like we're making it, more money. Also, it's free for you. Yeah. Have a little and bit those, of patience. It wasn't even like 1 p.m. yet. One of them came through at like 11. What? Give us a break. Chill out. <laughs> we were, we were I doing was doing Mandalorian the Mandalorian review. Oh, no. Go and read that. It's great if you're watching The Mandalorian. Watch the video review. It's better. <laughs> I sound very better, tired. Is it? I sound yeah. very tired in it. <laughs> anyway. Only watch that if you've seen it, though. Or yeah. read it if you've oh, seen it. Oh, 100%. It's spoiler central. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the email. I thought that it would take a knock after the slugs left so suddenly, but it stayed consistently entertaining each week. Yeah, Some would say it's got faith. better. 100%. The firm's in now, not the boys or the slugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long one, so please bear with me. Ever since the announcement of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I've been super excited for it. I talked to my, girl- I talked to my girlfriend into picking it up for me on launch day and even FaceTimed her from work to talk her step by step on how to install it so it was ready to play when I got home. So good so far. Efficient. Uh, Efficient. Mm-hmm. Bit of a. I can imagine doing that with my wife and not getting a positive result. <laughs> to be honest. So fair play. Um, the problem aroused when I realised how shit I was at it. I tried numerous times to play, but just found myself getting frustrated at my ability and wound up selling it on. Fast travel a few weeks now. Fast travel a few weeks now, and I found myself telling a friend the new Call of Duty sucks, and it got me thinking. So my question to you guys is, have you ever judged a game on how good you are at it rather than its usual merits, i.e. graphics, gameplay, etc.? Also, how common do you think that is within the industry? There's also exceptions. There are also exceptions to this, like Dark Souls, which receive high praise for how difficult it is, despite it not looking great and being littered with glitches. Thanks ahead for your thoughts on this. Uh, I mean, there's a difference between assessing a game in terms of a, of a review yeah. and liking a game mm. like I don't like Bloodborne to your Dark Souls point because yeah. I'm shite at it and yeah. I don't like how bad it makes me feel so I don't like it I, I think uh, it's a clear distinction for me between knowing like I don't like this game because I'm not very good at it or it just mm. doesn't work with me and then saying something sucks or shit yeah. I can clearly separate the two I can clearly say I can see that he's got a lot going for it. Like I can see like Fire Emblem, for example, like mm. everyone around me had such a good time playing it. I can see it's got merits. I just know for me, that's not yeah. going to interest me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. I think, and the, there's a difference between that and a game like, uh, what was that game? There was a game called Rain World that came out two years ago, which I love the look of and I love the idea of, and it's really, really cool. But that game was too hard in the wrong way. Like mm. it was, punishing to the point where it made the game not fun to play yeah. anymore yeah. and that to me is a legitimate criticism that's not just me being shit at it that's me thinking the game design fundamentally doesn't work yeah. in yeah. its favour which yeah. isn't to say that people didn't like it for the same reason some yeah. people really liked how that worked I just didn't think it was yeah, it's left mm. a difficulty thing for me and just my finding it fun like the thing although like the Souls games I always use that example but they are punishingly difficult but mm. I just don't find it fun like I don't mind a challenge if I'm finding it fun mm, that's exactly, what happened yeah. in Fallen Order like I pushed a difficulty down because I didn't find it was a fun challenge and yeah. found it a challenge yeah. well, like and it's just whether yeah you find it fun like I know Joe your game of year is probably The Outer Wilds yeah. I appreciate the hell out of the game for what it does and what the world is and the story but I just playing it did not find it fun mm-hmm. mm. there's so, also a big difference between talking to your mate about what you think about a game and doing a critical review as yeah. well so obviously you know you have to when it comes to critical review you have to look at it from different eyes as well um also i think when he says how common i think 
is this within the industry? That almost feels a little bit like accusatory. Like he thinks oh, some people know. do that. I th- and I'm, I don't know if that's, I don't rarely, I rarely see that. Certainly the people I've worked with who've done reviews, mm. I would trust not to do that. Yes. Like there might be some people out there that, you know, that take that approach. But like, I literally had people tell me when I reviewed Rainworld that I was too shit at, shit at it to like it. Mm. And like, I find that unfair because my criticism was never that it was hard yeah. it was that it was stupidly punishing which yeah, is two different things exactly, yeah. I get that even when I review FIFA if I criticise saying I don't know the defending seems hard this year like comments just saying you just don't know how to defend it's yeah. like, I, I, can, I know how it works and there, is a, yeah. there is a skill in being able to discern whether someone's criticising something for the right reason yeah. and you might just disagree with me and think exactly. I'm criticising it for the wrong reason and I can't do anything about it. but that. it's something like take Modern Warfare as an example I appreciate that is a good multiplayer shooter to play one of the best because people play it every year but I can't play it anywhere near as good as I used to play it I can't keep up with yeah. it but you'd never, you'd never say it was terrible you'd just say no. I'm just not good at it it's not for me so like, I just don't play that's it that's why I play Siege because it's a slower more it's a thinking man shooter I like to think rather than like I mean, moment to moment more, like deathmatch experience well, it's, it's more about preparation and working with your team game. And making yeah. a plan as opposed yeah. to like a Call of Duty which is very much as fast as you can yeah. possibly move cerebral murders but then the again <laughs> Overwatch is one of the quickest games you can play at times but not in terms of but not like, punishing in the loop TTK though. yeah as they call yeah, it. Like, yeah. yeah you've got more time in the moment of fighting mm-hmm. someone to, yeah. to do that mm. interesting question mm. yes. Sam Drysdale <laughs> I have got an email from James Dean. Oh, hello. The James Dean. 34 from Wiltshire. Oh, right. So probably not. Yeah. Not dead. <laughs> well, they are bringing them back to life, though, aren't oh, they? They still yeah. doing that. What the fuck knows? I, I think a lot, enough people have complained that they won't do it now. I'm not paying attention to it. Uh, I'm intrigued. It's a bit uh, scummy. I don't though. think you should do it. That's my opinion. Also, scary for Take what the court. future would hold if we did things like that all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Also, stop them just getting all these actors from the past and then chucking exactly. their family just a tiny, like, insignificant amount of money. De-aging is one thing. Re-facing someone yeah. is, is not. It might mean that I'm on IGN forever, though. Ooh, After God. I've de-aged myself, oh, then your, I get How much would your family get? Revived. Care. Yeah. It's all about the prestige. I've said the words the prestige again, but I mean <laughs> that in the typical sense. Anyway, James Dean says, Hi guys, long time listener, love the show. Hello, thanks, Cheers, mate. Dino. So I signed Dino. up <laughs> So I signed up to Project X Cloud Game Streaming and Beta Testing and have been given access. So far I'm loving it. Nice. Mm. Mainly because I'm a father of four small children and really don't get that much time to play games on the TV. I invested in a Switch last year simply for this reason, and it's helped me get back into gaming. So the mic- <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you couldn't work out. I, I was, for some reason, was. in my head, it was going to say "back into the groove," and it didn't. It back into gaming. <laughs> back into the groove. I don't know. I had in my head that that's where that sentence was going. <laughs> Is it like? Me. I want to say an Aladdin sequel called something Emperor's Groove or something. That's a separate Emperor's film. Emperor's Groove. Is it? Is it? Yeah. What am I thinking of? Yeah, I'm an Emperor again. So this, anyway, help me David get back Spain's into gaming. Role. So this Microsoft venture seems perfect for me too. Would like to know your quick thoughts on Microsoft's game streaming service and if you guys have tried it yet. Is it a Stadia killer and will it give Nintendo a run for their money? I have not. James oh. seems to think it will give them Nintendo a run for their money. I uh, have not played with xCloud, but I can tell you 
having played Stadia, that I think it's a it's Stadia <laughs> killer. <laughs> uh, we haven't talked very much about Stadia. We got oh, you knew because no really one's tried about it. it. Well, yeah. the one thing I have tried on it is Football Manager with you. Yes, and it claims to be the fastest way to a Football Manager. It didn't really seem to be. No, I, we need to look into that more. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, Stadia. Let's just talk about it a bit for a bit. Yeah. Uh, not impressed so no. far. I don't. Yeah, it just doesn't seem... I still can't see why I'd need it. Yes, no. it feels ultimately well, especially pointless at, this, at stage. this stage. Yes, maybe in five years' time when there's a new console cycle coming, yeah. and then that's a viable option to buying a new like a PS5. Yeah. You can say oh, you can have the same games on this experience that is so much cheaper, mm-hmm. and you don't have to have a souped-up console the or thing PC. That I surprised get, me but... so much was when you told me that you at this point you still need to connect the controller with a cable. Yes. Uh, yeah, so like you can't uh, only if you're using a phone. If you're yeah. using Chromecast or I think just regular PC play, okay. you can. But if you want to use your phone with yeah. the mad clip that scratches the controller, what? Um, the yes, you do have to connect it with the cable, so you look mad. You um, mad. Yeah, it's just. I mean, you've probably if you've paid attention to Stadia, you've probably heard most of the concerns. Mm-hmm. My basic feeling with it is it like solves a problem that doesn't exist. Yes, like it's. A consoleless console for people who don't want to buy a big box. Mm. But I think it's only interesting to you if you're the kind of person who already buys big boxes. Mm. Like, I don't see why my mate Pete, who plays a few games a year and just likes playing those games, would buy this thing. Like, he could get a box that plays his Blu-rays and he can plug a USB into and play stuff off that and have Spotify on it. Well, no, that would be a PS4. Anyway, like, (laughs) yeah. You can do a lot more with yeah. just having one more box. Um, from yeah. what I saw of you putting it together, it doesn't seem to be a simple... Uh, it should yes. be. I think, to be fair, I think that's more a problem with Office Wi-Fi oh, okay. than it is anything yeah. else. Um, although I did have trouble getting it online at home, but mm-hmm. this was pre-released. I haven't so had knows? a much chance to see what things actually look like on it, but... It doesn't look very that, good. Well, that's my problem with it, because I think a, a way of maybe selling to it, selling people with it is... You don't have this huge PC at home, but you want to try these latest games. You want to try Assassin's Creed Odyssey and you want to see it at the highest spec possible. So you want to stream it through Stadia and it's a cheap alternative to doing, but it doesn't seem to look like it is. And there was this weird comment the other day where Google was saying, like, that's down to the developers, not Stadia. Like, Stadia does do Mm. 4K 60. It's bolted off a pop-up rock star like that. Yeah. (laughs) And then... Yeah, and then saying, kind of shifting the blame on the developers, like, they're the ones who haven't got it running. Mm. but then does that mean that it's hard to make it run on your service yeah. like is this the old n64 problem where they've yeah. made it purposely it difficult seems, to develop games for it i don't know it seems like they've botched this launch it's very bit. strange like, like it feels i don't like know why they i know I think, yeah. I, that's what i think i think it's just too they soon. probably wanted to hit this christmas and felt the time was right because there'll be new consoles next year yeah we well it's I, confirmed now yeah i feel like they maybe might have had a better chance if they'd have launched with the new consoles yeah. next year and position themselves as a viable alternative yep. instead they might, they might you know you, you could argue that you're going against fiercer competition but you at least you'd make more of an mm. impact I think. yeah to james's actual question i have uh, heard good things about it that's it i keep hearing good things about it and on the surface xcloud is the thing i'd want as someone who buys the big box mm-hmm. having that available to me in more places is yeah. what I want. Well, it's a bit like when you could do remote play on the feet, but it was never quite it was never stable enough. enough. Like, no. That was a great idea, but yeah. I, I used it a few times. Like, 
I played yeah. No Man's Sky on my old balcony. That was yeah. nice. It was functional <laughs> to a degree, but yeah. it was never like like those fluid. rare moments where I was really hooked on a game and I couldn't use the TV for some reason. Yeah. yeah. I would play on it for like an hour. Do you yeah, remember yeah. when I think it was like an F1 game that had it and you used the Vita as like your rear view mirror? Oh, I love that. But it's mad though. Imagine having to hold up the Vita while you're playing. That's some, your pretty, rear view that's mirror. some pretty uh, Wii U-esque stuff and I'm <laughs> into that. Um, as, the, as one of the few Wii U apologists still left in this world, I still have it plugged into my TV. Blimey. I've t- not turned it on. Right. It's there. Did you see all the funny like images of people saying... Like putting like the Wii U and stuff uh, on Netflix, saying watching yes. the Irishman the way Scorsese intended, <laughs> yes. just on a Wii U game. Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that today. Uh, yeah. So there you go, James. I hope that helped. Mm-hmm. It didn't really, but I hope XCloud's great. Thanks, I'm intrigued mate. by it. Yeah, I would love to give it a try. All these, that's what these, all these streaming services remain to me at the moment is intrigue, not something I yes. actually need or really want to well, use. Well, so as someone who is being forced somewhat against their will to go to a grandparent's house for Christmas. Uh, Have a great time. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least I, there's the possibility, if I get on the xCloud program, that I can play all my games, Ooh. which would be really nice. you got a Switch, though. Yeah, I did a lot of Switch last year. It was very good. Mm. How long do you have to spend at your grandparents? Ages. <laughs> but look, you've not got full manager touch for your iPad now. Uh, it's not on my iPad. Get it on your iPad. What, I'd have to buy it again. Yeah, it's a Steam thing. I thought you get it full head. Get it on the mobile version. I know, I might actually have to do that. Or I could get the Switch one. Anyway, actually, let's finish up. Oh no, we've got Mandalorians to talk about. Screw talking more. Right. Hello. Uh, (laughs) We finished the main bit of the podcast. If you are watching The Mandalorian, then you're allowed to keep listening. If you aren't watching The Mandalorian, we are going to be spoiling up until the end of episode four from this noise that we haven't decided what it will be yet um oh we're gonna decide now <laughs> no i'm gonna decide what it is uh the tuscan raider noise amazing i there love that go. all right <laughs> what was that seal Not that yeah one. that was terrible <laughs> this one <laughs> right last chance <laughs> it's more like that isn't it last chance you gotta leave now if you don't want the mandalorian spoiled all right okay bye what do you think of, I thought what, it was good. of episode four of, of, I thought, of everything up till now we I haven't think, talked um, about it since two I, I was like I did enjoy the first two but I was maybe the one who leaned more negative mm-hmm. but I thought episode three was just fantastic I think like, three's absolutely I, thought I was, I I was lukewarm on the first one I really liked the second one I thought the third one was brilliant yeah. and I thought the fourth one was very good I thought it was good but it felt very much like episode two um, and maybe a tiny step back. It felt like a very much an isolated episode of like, it this is a small little extra story. Yeah, yeah it reminded me on. of a lot of other things, which is weird for a Star Wars film. Like, it felt more like a Star Trek episode. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. My my issue with it was more... So I, I liked it, I should say. Yeah. I, I reviewed it, which is oh. lovely. It's my first ever TV review for IGN. Oh. Um, and yeah, like I enjoyed it in the same way, for the same reasons I've enjoyed all of The Mandalorian. Like I love this like, single structure one shot mm. episode mm. thing where we're not waiting for res- resolution on stuff yeah baby yoda's still fucking wicked i will watch he him was do extra anything. cute in this he's incredible well. he's and like proper actual comedy bits yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> making the shit rumble with that button is so fucking <laughs> yeah, funny yeah. um and then i really like pedro pascal like i was 
is Pedro Pascal, yeah. isn't yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his first name. Actually, he's got a bit more depth now. That's it. It's mm. like, I was worried when this started that he would just be like avat- an avatar. Yeah. Like, not to keep doing the video game comparison. But as it goes on, like, particularly that little line where he calls him his womp, little womp rat. Yeah. And stuff <laughs> like, really touching little bits of, you get the man behind the armor. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm enjoying that. My problem was that I found... When we've been in like cool cantinas and tense situations and like murky waters of he's helping the empire but he doesn't want to and like all that kind of moralistic stuff. Yeah. This is literally a planet where good people wear one kind of clothes and bad people wear another kind of clothes yes. and like it feels very felt Planet of the Apes. Like start a planet. Of the yeah. Apes. But it just it's feels felt like Lord of the Rings, didn't it? Especially yeah. at the start with that like orcs attacking yeah. the village. And like did you see in the concept art at the end? I love those by the way. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the credit concept amazing. art is such yeah. a great idea. The the villagers were originally definitely like little dwarfy alien people oh, really? and they've clearly got rid of that. Yeah. Mm. Um and uh, that would have almost made more sense to me because having this village of like shit humans who are really <laughs> bad at dealing with stuff getting attacked by pig creatures, you're yeah. just like, that just feels a bit easy, like mm. a bit sci fi. I was sorry that this, that was going to be it, but then, yeah, when the ATST turned up, so I originally, right at the start, I thought they got an at at, and I yes. thought that'd be mad. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, they want one step down. Yeah. I but, do love the idea that the Empire's just left behind its, it's weapons. Amazing. It's like such a cool it's almost little like, thought. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. Like, I really like that that feeling of they're gone, yeah. but they're not. It's mean, such a cool gone. image. It the red eyes. Cool. Well, it looked cool with the red eyes. Also, like, why has it got red eyes? Well, it also <laughs> we put some ne- lights up in they there. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> never lights. showed you anyone inside it, so it acted yeah. like a big dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did. That's what I thought because Bryce Dallas Howard directed it. It was very like T-Rex in yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic yeah, I really like that point. I wish that I'd stolen it from review. Yeah, but. Yeah, I just, I, I do like that it kind of went full samurai as well, where it's mm. like, you know, the stoic warrior protecting yeah. a peaceful village and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I just, like, the whole plan was, let's hope it steps in the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which well, is simple, yeah, yeah. but it worked. It could have just walked around the edge. Um, yeah. We also haven't talked about episode three, which I think is the best episode of the series. Yeah. And mm-hmm. like, fuck, that's the point, which is so like, good. yes, 100%. Yes. Like, I liked it already, but yeah. that that whole episode is so... It's so well paced and it packs so much into that short time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the payoff of that fucking fight with the Mandalorians swooping over on oh, their yes. jets. It's great. It's absolute like nerd crack. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, so it was, yeah. much what you want. As soon as you see the big Mandalorian, which is apparently Jon Favreau. Is it? Um, yeah, I'm, at least <laughs> the, the voice. Gatling gun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at least the voice is. Um, That's cool. As soon as you see him, you're like, Fuck! I hope I get to see him shoot someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so I like how cool. it's not quite to the same extent that a Game of Thrones would do it, but they're not afraid to just kill off characters and say, "Yeah, you're only getting them for one or two episodes." Yeah, Carl Weathers didn't die, yeah. did he? Like, he just took a wound. Yeah, and I he, think it's implied yeah. that he's still alive. Yeah, because yeah. he, he got yeah. shot in the chest, but he had the Even steel like there. Even like uh, Taika Waititi's character, IGA, yeah. IGA yeah. eleven, eleven. Um, I don't know if we'll see what's the UFC. Is she an Gina MMA Carano. Oh, Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah. She, a long time ago she was. She's, yeah. she's actually spinning like she was in Deadpool 2 as well. She was, yeah, she was in Haywire, which I really like. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah, but that. yeah, I don't know. It implies we may see her again, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't at the same but that's time. It. I really like this feeling of just like Nick Nolte's character, see yeah. you later. Gina Carano's character, well, see you later. Just getting good little guest spots. Yeah. Maybe just because we'd all watch Breaking Bad, we accepted uh, 
I can't remember the actual Giancarlo plays. Giancarlo Esposito, Yeah, I plays yeah. Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Expects him to kind of be the big bad, just because that's what he has been you, before. You, you thought that, right? And uh, like, I've seen press material that him, yeah. like he had this sort of presence well, I'm about I'm thinking him. now maybe it's just one episode, he's a bad guy on yeah, the planet. Could, could easily he might be not that. even be a bad guy. <laughs> and that, actually, the Star Trek thing really works, because it does mm. feel a bit more like... He's just going. There, there's a reason for him to be there, mm-hmm. but he's just going on these little adventures, yeah. and like things are happening. It's I think almost it's really good. Like Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. It just, it's so satisfying knowing that every time I sit down to watch it now, mm. I'm expecting like a full story. How yeah. many, you yeah. get a new planet, new people, like, hopefully yeah, ob- something a bit interesting. Like obviously, Succession's amazing, but like it's a, it's a show where it's like I know that I'm not getting. Mm. what's happened until the end right you know like that's one long episode essentially yeah. and like it's so nice watching something like fucking X-Files mm. again where you're just like yay it's how, done yeah. how many more times are they going to fake out the audience thinking he's leaving baby Yoda I think that's <laughs> it yeah. that's got to be it has got to be it now that's oh, got to be well, now, well, now bit he... where the crosshairs over his head yeah, is. like it's not going to do it but the like balls, Jesus the balls <laughs> if they did that yeah but oh. I think now they've now they've established he knows that he he can't just abandon him anyway because yeah, he's he going to get tracked him. no matter what. So he's going to stick with him. Yeah. I've abandoned my Yoda. <laughs> God, he's uh, so on cute. the run, uh, the fugitive. Also, I just love him having the Beskar steel and building his armor. It's really yeah. satisfyingly cool. Yeah, yeah. Oh. and his gun's cool as well. Yeah. Oh, that pulse rifle should be in everything. Oh, with yeah. the tuning fork on the end of it. <laughs> I want that in control. Imagine making people just burst and all their clothes <laughs> fly away. It's so good. It's a good series. Right. Mm. That's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. All right. Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you next week. Here's some of Mark Zuckerberg talking about his, uh, what's it, brisket? Uh, you are, Yeah, he's doing brisket and ribs. Brisket and ribs. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We are live from my backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. I am I'm making meats now. Smoking these meats here. Our little meat smoking. It's smoking. So, I'm the meat chef. Yeah, someone asked me, do I smoke meat? Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. Smoking these meats. Just set the charcoal up and you set the the wood chips up and then smoking meats. Grilling, grilling meats. Good smoky flavor. Smoke a brisket for like 12 hours. You smoke lemon chicken. Smoke salmon, you'll love it. Bison sirloin. Ribs and sausage. So I'm looking forward to, to that.